day long. This is curated entirely by local BIPOC and LGBTQ authors. All of our events on the stage today are sponsored by Yerba Buena uh, Community Benefit District and the Gardens Festival. So our first hour, the revolution poeticized. Our curator and MC is Imani Cezanne, a writer, poet, and teaching artist living in Oakland by way of San Diego. She is a 2016 and 2020 Woman of the World Poetry Slam champion. She writes for black people, black readers, and is committed to the liberation of all oppressed people. She will be emceeing throughout the hour. So please, let's welcome our first Lickwake Out Loud curator, Imani Cezanne. doing I'm back aren't you excited I'm excited thank y'all so much for being here first it up first of all give it up for yourselves for being here on a Saturday at noon this is earlier than I ever get up on a Saturday and so I understand the sacrifices made to make you here at noon we appreciate you um, like give it up for Jack and all the lit quake folks who have put this event on um, those of us who are who frequented uh, open mics and poetry readings and things before the pandemic have really been appreciating uh, these events kind of coming back and, you know, in outdoor spaces, a little distance, you know, we're trying to make, you know, wear a mask and feel, feel like that's necessary for you. Uh, make sure that folks are comfortable. And also, we get to hear poems. So give it up again for poems. Yay, us. Um, so what's that? so uh, like Jack said, this was a very um, intentional day um, and uh, this especially was a very intentional event. Um, he did share that we're gonna be uh, seeing a lot of events hosted by BIPOC. This, this event, however, is a black event. I don't, I don't identify as BIPOC because I'm black, 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 black. And there are black people who are about to share poems about blackness um, and what it means to be black and what it means to be anti and what it means to be for and what it means to be family and what it means to love and to smile and to laugh and to be humans. And it was really important for me to bring in um, an event like this one um, with these particular people, because first of all, these are some phenomenal artists you're about to see as soon as I shut up. Um, but also, these people, they're writing about things that are important to me that should be important to you. We're writing about um, liberation, right? We're writing about the revolution. We're writing about what it means to transform, what it means to overtake, uh, for the masses to overtake, right? To, to, to decide uh, who we are and what we look like and what we're gonna, because of who we are and what we look like and what our history is, right? This is how we're going to be different moving forward and not just different, but this is how we're gonna abolish all this shit. So that's what we're doing for the next hour. If you're not down for none of that, there are a lot of other things you can do in San Francisco. It is a beautiful day. Um, and you should enjoy, there's, there's all kind of museums with like colonized soul and shit you could go see. Um, you know, you can <laughs> cross the bridge and see more colonized shit. There's just a lot of opportunities for those who are not interested in the liberation of all oppressed people. With that being said, I'm glad that y'all who are here are here. We're going to start with a poem. I'm gonna share a poem, is that cool? Okay. I'm gonna share a poem. I'm gonna read a poem off, off of my phone first, actually, because, uh, again, we haven't been doing this <clears throat> for a while. So uh, I ain't memorized a poem in about two years, and I'm grateful for that, because sometimes you need a break. So this poem is about, we're gonna start off, uh, <laughs> we're gonna start off strong, because I don't think you believe me when I say uh, what we finna be talking about. So this poem is about my experience, um, as a black person in Oakland. My family is from Oakland. My uh, great aunt was our first in our family to go to college. She went to Cal Berkeley. Um, my uncle was a Black Panther in Oakland. So like very much roots in Oakland in the Bay. And living there now uh, can be difficult. And so I wrote this poem to express that difficulty. It's called, I Wanna Punch All the White People in Oakland. I want to punch all the white people in Oakland in the mouth, serve up a cold brewed left hook smooth and black and right on time. Now, I'm not a violent person, but I know a little something about fear 
And if you scared somebody's gonna pound your face into a cake pan, you might think twice before getting up the nerve to come knock down my door like you the damn police. Talking about my weed too loud, my bass too funky. You ask me, them sound like fighting words and somebody gonna lose and it ain't gonna be me. It ain't gonna be my black ass laid out. It's gonna be your jaw cracked, your mouth split and bursting onto your dockers and even your mama won't recognize your ugly mug. Eyes so swollen and pulsating, you really won't see color. I said, I said, I will beat you the fuck up. Leave a scar big as your trust fund. Anybody got a problem, I'll knock them out too. It looked like y'all out of gas and ain't a station for miles, so welcome to the East, where you can't show up unannounced, uninvited, empty-handed, ill-intended, cause you may not make it out of all the ways to draw blood, my favorite is on purpose from the descendants of my colonizers. I'm not violent, but you came up in my house. You ain't wipe your feet, ain't greet my granny. How you gonna ask me if I'm supposed to be where I'm at? Gonna go out your way just to get in mine and think I won't knock your nose into next week. Think I won't snatch that N-word from up out your snout. Yeah, I'm talking about you and your nasty pug all up at the hood taco truck. Triple filtering selfies at the protest. Swerving in and out the bike lane on your way to do the work during these times. But I know how to deal with y'all. Mama taught me to raise my fist like an empty high rise next to a bus stop that someone calls home. She said, don't come back in here if you lose. So this ain't a threat, it's just affordable housing. Don't you dare knock a necessary hustle. This is past due process. This is self-defense against the kind of vicious crime you can point to on a map and say, I remember living there before they knocked the black out. Thank you. Hyperbolic metaphors that aren't really <clears throat> hyperbolic. Uh, gentrification, it's a son of a bitch, and um, you should figure out how you're contributing to that and how you can contribute to reversing it. Anyway, can we move on to the next poet? Yeah. You guys might sound excited. I'm sorry, I ruined it for you. <laughs> I don't know. All right, are we ready for the next poet? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Next up, we have, so you can like look these people, like there's like a program or something somewhere, you can see like their official bio. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna share the Imani version of these people's bios, because I think that's more fun. It's more fun for me. This is all about how to make sure I'm enjoying myself. So this person who's coming up on stage is one of my dearest friends. He is somebody that you can stay up late with watching hours and hours of the same television show, because we like to repeat. <clears throat> He's also a phenomenal writer. More importantly, again, because it's about me, a great editor, and somebody that I send all my poems to. He's also very stubborn. He likes to wear Crocs with shit that Crocs don't go with, but you know, live your life. I guess it's, I guess it's fine. Um, he's also one of the smartest people I know. He's one of the most articulate and eloquent people I know. And um, I'm really grateful that, that he's here because he has contributed so much uh, to my um, revolutionary practices and lifestyle and understanding about what it means to, to really do some shit and to really be about some shit and to really write about some shit. So please give it up for your next poet. Give it up for Darius Simpson. Hey, y'all. Hello. Greetings. Salutations. Hey, Sam. Hey. Um, so she told you I'm stubborn. I'm glad she did that because um, I'm actually going to introduce the next poet who we were waiting on and, you know, some transparency. Um, so this person is about to come up here. I am. I am not. But here we are. Um, <laughs> uh, this next poet is, um, you know, one of my favorite people to talk to, uh, someone who is about that work, uh, about that life, my little brother. Um, somebody that is consistent, somebody that's committed to, like I said, showing up and just, you know, getting their hands both clean and dirty, you know, whatever the job is at that time. Um, super funny dude, but also really laid back. Uh, I don't really know what else to say, uh, but I'll, if y'all could please make all the noise that you possibly can for Zoo. I do better than that, more noise than that, more than that, more than that.
What's up with y'all? Y'all can hear me? Oh, yeah, y'all can hear me. All right. I'm from working to expose the truth behind the shackles that keep their grip on black and brown bodies. From the town of homicides and celebration where children get killed and OGs live to tell tales of a city they see dying on more than death. We always find a way to stay alive. With roots so deeply intertwined with the soil, it would be virtually impossible to remove us. Deeper than lingo woven by art tongues, I can't tell you when I fell in love with my city. But if you feel the fall breeze, I could share with you the countless memories created on that NL. From the west to the east, stories from my brothers and the dirt bikes that follow as we trailblaze. We learn to find beauty in what they call the bad. The product and neglect they say we need to fix, still unseen, but it's okay. Light grows in the shadows. I'm from uncle and auntie with no blood relation. I'm from the temptations and African rhythm, from knowing the health cost of a corner store run, still indulging to quiet the hunger pains. I'm from love only felt in the soil, the type where we never met before, but I feel like you family. From sirens filling my eardrums and all types of smoke filling my airways, I'm from getting loose off the juice. I was taught respect is the highest form of currency. Integrity that opened the hearts of many. I've had conversations I never thought I would have. I'm from auntie needing a ride down the street, end up spending the day with someone thrice my age as family. Family that embraces me whenever I breathe. Family that sees the way I dream. They silently tell me to cherish it while they sink. I seen what happens when hope turns depletion. I wonder how long Chevy's sitting on 24 inches of glamour will cruise this asphalt. If one love will ever sprout from the potholes, I'm from street signs assigning you to a tribe. Regardless of affiliation, you born on the side, broken homes and family split. I'm from Victorian homes and villages, projects and apartments, motels and the beat rattling the trunk of that 79 Caprice I want so bad. I'm from the land of oak trees and dreams that either get shut down or shown big. I'm from the land of hustle and poetry where everybody does something, whether it's everything or nothing. I'm from a home that I cherish, but I must let go in order to flourish. Consider me barbecue smoke. The way I float in the wind and drop nostalgia off everywhere I go, usually only settling in the nostrils of those who seek me out and always carrying family with me. The ice cream man still walks, just a little older, and I can see how tired he is. It's weird. They all pass him by, but he reminds me of home. I ask him what he has and get an instant reply. The OGs with their cargo shorts on, black fitted backwards, white tee living still walk. We still out here. I seen greatness take a breath where a killer stepped. I guess life truly does humble us all. Reminds me that you can never escape who you are and where you've been. Reminds me that sometimes cycle were meant to be broken, like they were once created and reborn again. Sometimes life reminds me that decisions make us, and sometimes those decisions ain't made by us. So what do I do when it's out of my control? Life reminds me my lack of self-control is my biggest fear. I don't like being left in the dark. I like to know where I'm going and what the next step is. We can unpack that later. Right now, let's get to how I speak too much of what I've seen, not enough of what I feel sometimes. I deflect a lot. Learn to hide behind pictures. What better than a visual for a distraction? I come from distorted interactions, never had the finest fashion. I come from descriptions, Trump the kid who couldn't heal. I'm going to say a lot in a small amount of time because I'm anxious right now. I just hope you follow. I come from no prescriptions. It's still youngins popping pills. I mean, children popping pills. No diploma yet, but confident in the drill. I guess sometimes I live in a youth I forgot to cherish. Focus on how messed up the world around me was too much. And now I flip the script. I think I could write a happy poem. If I did, it would be a yearn for hope to be fulfilled. Nothing more, nothing less. It would go, I dream and remember. Sometimes it feel like it all passed me by, and then I remember I'm 18, only 18, and then I remember he died at 17. God bless the strong-willed and those who will survivor's guilt, trying to change a system that demons built. Yes, this is my happy poem. Can't you see the metamorphosis? 
I'm emerging from the shadows into the light. Can't you see I'm trying to grow? Can't you see I just want them to acknowledge everything that happened, but it's like when night falls, the day is washed away. Like the gloomy clouds no longer exist and they can't spot decay. I still see it, but I let the cold air numb me. Remember what was, what could have been. Remember past experiences in their entirety. An extended family that once held me. Remember how hard it was for me to remember. And then I forget it all. The ice cream man still walks. Just a little older and I can see how tired he is. It's weird. They all pass him by, but he reminds me of home. I ask him what he has and get an instant reply. The OGs with their cargo shorts on, black fitted backwards, white tee living still walk, we still out here. I seen greatness take a breath where a killer stepped. I guess life truly does humble us all. Reminds me sometimes that you can never escape who you are. Reminds me sometimes that cycles were meant to be broken like they were once created and reborn again. Sometimes life reminds me that decisions make us and sometimes those decisions ain't made by us. So what do I do when it's out of my control? I simply exist. I'm tired of survival so I choose to exist. I forgot to exist once upon a time. But now I let go of all that doesn't serve my higher self. I turn to my passion when things are out of my control. I write a poem or make a song and sing along. Thank you. Give it up again for Sue. It's dope to see people people grow in writing, right? When you see folks for years and you see what they what they was doing and what they doing now, it's dope to see the to see the growth and the Oh hey everybody who just came. Hey y'all, how you doing? Um cool, so a couple things. So first of all, fuck Darius because he completely threw my whole plan away. I had this great like introduction for him and everything. I'm not doing it again. When he come up again, I'm just be like, y'all know who it's to clap for. <laughs> uh, also, I just wanted to name that like poetry, especially with black people, is a very um, participatory type of art form, right? So we're looking for energy. We're looking for, oh shit, is that a bee? Mm -mm. No, we don't do bees. Okay, we're okay. We're looking for participation. And there are a lot of ways you could do that. You can snap, let me hear you snap. You can clap, let me hear you. You can ooh, let me hear you ooh. You can ah. You can thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can do a little praise dance in the middle of the aisle. You can throw some money on the stage. Like, however you feel like is an appropriate way to, you know, communicate that you, that you fuck it with a poem, that you like a poem, that you like what somebody has said. Um, please do that. If you don't like something somebody said, keep it to yourself. Uh, we're not we're not just here for the negativity, and uh, we're not really trying to hear it. Otherwise, you are welcome to ask consent to talk to a poet about something that they may have said to tell them how great they are, or to tell them ask them if, ask them questions. Right? We love questions. Um, word, y'all 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 feel me? Y'all gonna y'all gonna I'm gonna hear you for this next poet. This next poet needs no introduction because I already introduced him and he didn't do poems. So give it up for that person again. So I'm gonna start with some objective facts. Banana is a terrible artificial flavor. It's okay to shoot back at cops. I'm not an advocate for violence, but for peace. Violence is houseless evictions during fire season. Violence is terms houseless eviction and food waste. Violence is eight-figure budgets for KKK unions. You have to say it three times before it sticks. Whoever invented banana flavoring hates us. Banana flavor tastes nothing like bananas. Annually, US companies discard literal tons of food. When I say it's okay, maybe I mean necessary. Maybe I mean we've tried everything else. Maybe it's time we buck up and buck back. 
there are enough structures to house every human. Captain Planet has beef with the US military. A few people have decided the color of the sky. Even less have decided the flavor of the ocean. Schools are closing due to poison water fountains. Prisons remain open despite hurricane evacuations. Prisons remain open despite smoke in the vents. Prisons remain open despite an airborne pandemic. Public schools close in the Midwest when it's cold. New prisons generate revenue for downtown suits. New schools don't produce free labor forces. A student asks too many questions of the whip. A prisoner can't call home for a guardian. With history books like this, who needs a pledge? If you do the math, you'll find a gun in your hand. If you do the math, you'll end up on a watch list. If you do the math, you become a flight risk. Kwame Ture is my favorite poet. If we love our people, we'll organize. If we are tired of this shit, we'll organize. If we want uncontaminated oxygen, we'll organize. My parents want a revolution, but not a revolutionary son. Obama was the most effective war criminal to date. I'd rather a white revolutionary than a black oppressor. What we believe is a result of our understanding of history. What we believe means very little if we don't act on it. What we believe might be what's keeping us in chains. I believe in self-defense and liberated zones. I believe in above ground decolonization. I believe in avoiding enemy lines at all costs. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Yeah, I got real quiet on that shooting back at cops line. Um, so more, more propaganda for why we should shoot back at cops. Uh, you know he shot at the police, right? You know he was not up to date on his YMCA membership. You know he did not mentor at-risk teenagers after school. You know his license was suspended and his taillights shattered. You know he wasn't wearing a lick of white when they found him had his pants sagging, had his shirt untucked, had his lips unbuckled, dripping southern twang all on the concrete. It sounded like a mouthful of honeybees was stuck at the top of his throat. You know he was black, like black, black, like dark roast coffee beans black, like ashy knuckles cradling a bottle of wild Irish rose on the sidewalk black, like, like scarecrow perched just outside the liquor store doorway black, like purple tar gums and gold teeth, like paper bag hands and menthol breath. Like empty black and mild rappers in the glove compartment, I heard it wasn't even blood where they left him. I heard it was just stains of red Kool-Aid. I heard it was just puddles of strawberry pop fizz. You know, sugar would have got him if 12 didn't. You know, his teeth were little yellowing daggers. You know, he was a dragon, returned fire, went out in a puff of smoke. You know, he was a weapon, didn't beg for his life or call for his mother or his partner. You know, that nigga went out on his feet brought a gun to a gunfight, brought mutiny to a slave ship at the Atlantic shoreline. You know that nigga was a nigga. And not like, ha ha nigga, not like next Democratic presidential nominee nigga, not like run fast, jump high nigga, like worm food covered in tree bark, like lead water clogging an artery, like dead leaves stuck in a gutter, like storm the arsenal and shoot the masters. One of those give me liberty or give me blood types. That nigga had the nerve to want freedom, then go do something about it and still, still what y'all gonna march for him? What would Malcolm X's old zoot suit think? What would a white woman's rendition of Dr. King think? What would the noose say? What if they see us mourning and think we just as dangerous as him? What if I say liberation and they think I mean I hate America? What if I hate America but don't know no other homeland? Shit, what if America hates me back? and does something about it, but doesn't leave me time to shoot first. Thank you. Come on, somebody. Keep that going for Darius Simpson. Notice he said shoot back at cops. So for those of you who are may not be um, uh, familiar with the English language, to do something back at someone implies that that person has first done it to you, right? So if we're shooting back at cops, that means 
cops are doing what? Shooting at us. Mm-hmm. And if you're not if you're not black and you just said that, I want you to think about it. But I see what you were doing, and I appreciate your participation. I appreciate your participation. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> All right, how we doing? We good? Do we know the vibes? These are the vibes. You're still here, so you must know what the vibes. You must be down for the vibes. All right, we ready for our next poet? Um, you didn't you didn't sound ready. Come on. Word, word, word. So this person I'm really excited to bring up. Again, these are the Imanid. Imanid, oh, that's such a good word. I should do something with that. The Imanid versions of these um, bios. You're welcome to look up these people like in real life and find out the actual things that they've done, but I'm most interested in my experience of them. And so this person is somebody who um, I have not been able to meet until today, but the thing about it is I've heard so much about this person that I actually feel like I know her. And I know people say like, oh my God, but no, like for real. Like when I saw her and I gave her a hug, she was like, it's so nice to meet you. And I was like, oh damn, we actually haven't met. It's crazy. Because I've heard so many great things about her, about how much fun she is and how funny she is and what a great time uh, my friends have had with her. What a phenomenal writer she is, a great poet. I've heard a bunch of one-liners. I've watched her do poems on the internet like a creep because we do that now, which I never thought would be the case. Um, so please give it up <laughs> for your next poet. Loud and proud, give it up for Mimi. Hi. Hi, y'all. Uh, this is called Basquiat's Revenge. Uh, I'm just a fat black bitch with a few good words. A court jester at best, every black poet waits in line for the 15 minutes, regurgitating the last one sonnet into a lackluster spinoff. Every black man's poem reads, I was killed today. I will be killed again tomorrow. America, you wish to consume or wear or fuck or frame my flesh. America, you were never America in the first place. Let us swallow our blood until the bruising bears resemblance of a broken chain. I am never at your mercy. See, they calculate every move, hovering to see if the academy gonna take the soul out of me as if I didn't sell it already in a Los Angeles basement in exchange for a simple day. 2016 got a few secrets on me. The devil got even more. I am imperfect in the most perfect ways. No idealism penetrates the parallel nature of my pen. I see the South Paul stance of their spoken word from a mile away. I prefer an unorthodox rendering of my wicked tongue, a fading table sketch of an early Basquiat turned calamity from a violent cadence, a sicko's mind fuck. How far left can I take God's third eye? The sea. A portrait, my Latinx cousin smoking meth in the bathroom in the room over her toddler watches a gay cartoon. A landscape, my African friend begging for my hand in marriage for citizenship in a country that he doesn't even want to die in. A still life of my third abortion, no, my fourth. Graffiti of the line of coke I snorted the night before I moved to Oakland. See, I play God always. I'm as godless as I paint myself to be. The black woman's poem reads, I was raped today. I'll be raped again tomorrow. America, you wish to consume and wear and fuck and frame my flesh. America, you were always America in the first place. Let us swallow our blood until the bruising bears resemblance of a broken chain. I'm always at your mercy. They calculate every move, hovering to see if the loneliness gonna take the poetry out of me as if I didn't offer everything in a Florida graveyard in exchange for a simple day. See, <laughs> it's the second time I read that stanza. See, in the last piece, I refuse to bleed on this page, but bleeding is the only thing that seems worthy of your applause. Shit, you screaming at the walls again. Mimi, you shouldn't, you shouldn't write it like that. Mimi, just shut up and do the work. Mimi, play nice, and maybe your 15 minutes will last longer than the nigga ahead of you. See, the chip on my shoulder, it got a death wish. The arrogance can't even hide itself. Removed my head from the body and placed it off center, left on canvas. The eyes dilate, lava hot, a whispering window shot up from school. Crack dances into the yellowing of teeth. A cigarette spawns the telltale signs too good for this willowing scene. Vibrating in opposition to the onslaught, reverberation safety, safety tantalizes for luxury. I'm almost almost bourgeois bored. The reality is if I don't hear the slit of the wrist transposed to the paint, then what are we really dying for? to be representational. <laughs> I forget to be here all the time. Grounded just isn't my thing. It's the ones who prance proper holy, who got the viciousness begging to crawl naked completely out their skin. Me, every wall was already taken. 
Every seedling of doubt was planted into a forest, decaying my wandering thoughts into a new beginning. Let's see how pretty I can make this frown look today. Y'all ever do a performance, you just want to like run? <laughs> I always feel like I want to run out my body, like That's my thing. All right. Uh, 10 poets in a seance playing Russian roulette, and my genius don't feel like dying quietly today. I pray in tsunamis, riding moonwade waves for the sake of this universe's inconsistency parade around as drunken fool in the corner and gaslight everyone's imagination see the audacity for anyone to say they know me today must have the foresight to meet me before me every day i wake up watch my former self steal my heart away from my mother's wildest dreams they keep asking me to tell my story i'm too busy creating the world stage one <coughs> denial at the gynecologist's office, she says there's a poison circulating through my blood, says, it, says it's chasing the embryonic version of my existence like a minotaur in a labyrinth. I walk home below dirty rainbows, whirling in the dead end of my womanhood, sleep for endless hours, dream in blue shaded parables. Every version of myself meets for the seance, argues over the, over the provisions of my failures and successes. Maiden, mother, crone sits arrogantly against the reality of my fresh disposition, each pointing her finger at the other, unable to admit shame over my new set of consequences. Stage two, anger. He's to blame. The nigga who poisoned me and the other one who borrowed my innocence traded it for a bump of cocaine and, and the other one who mirrored me as victim to our addictions and the other one who groped me at the after hours and the other one who was too afraid to love me out loud and the other one who was looking for his mother in my pussy and the other one who deemed my body a treasure chest on Pleasure Island. See, the nigga who needs to read this isn't even apt to be on this page. My whole life I've been talking to dirty walls. I've, I'd smear my period in blood, inscribe free for fun, but dying was the only thing I agreed upon when I came into this cosmic plane, this revolving door of contradictions, this ongoing diatribe of avoiding all the ways this life can violently end. I, I know I'm on my way out. I exited stage left before my first cue, act one, scene one, enter into an empty and noiseless stage. From the wings we hear prolonged sobs echoing into a chamber of infinity and doubt Mimi, a 29-year-old fat black and queer poet, enters grimly on stage. She plops her body at the center and she locks into the fetal position. Mimi continues, I will no longer keep this rage locked inside my belly. My life is now a monologue of deep mourning. And what happens when the cage is sick of coveting me as catatonic? And what happens when I get bold enough to stick my head above the clouds and admit that a sunny day costs a dollar too many? And what happens when I tell him my body doesn't work shit? I guess I'll never be the object that God designed me to be blackout. See, the niggas who need to read this branded me a nigga-making machine. They cry revolution. And then they go play cog in the utility belt of men that gang bang Gaia. They parade around as moral men. Fathers to generations of goddesses downgraded to sex slaves boys disguised as warriors who placate their failed gender with their minuscule dicks. Poets and artists brooding through their cities held prisoner to their transient thoughts. They plant polluted seeds, populating thirsty minds, and they laugh at the parable of consent. They deem it a, a wayward idiom for the very power they claim they want they never have, man. My pussy is metastasized into a doorway of consecutive non-believers. She finds truth in a psyche that's lost its grip. Her name is none. Her language is barely. The hours wedge, the gag, their semen sliding into two-day-old panties. Eat droplet seeps into a stain of thorns and petals, bushed at the opening of her now pursed lips. The moisturous fix mumbles only at the crossing of legs, only at the entrance of his name. Ozymandias, conquering time with the fever snatching, grains of sand filtering upwards, inhaling storms, eddies of indecision to give birth, bubbling, berating, in fantasies, friction and creating life, mothering to dictate if the life is worth live, avoiding duration, avoiding living, avoiding temptation, avoiding see, they always think climax is going to be the next word. <laughs> you believe hard thinking did too little for my heart. My pussy, she clamps down, permeates until sacred. She bites until bruised, sacrifices, and then leeches off the excess. She writes letters to strangers, bleeds for the full moon every month. She Venus fly traps men who smile pearls in bright rooms. She kisses foreign men in dark alleyways. She's determined to deepen my madness while making a bastard out of every man's strongest soldier. Stage three, bargaining. 
a message from the ancestors. This is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal through. Let the tears you cry sting like acid. Instead, I popped a tab of acid on Khalifa's island. I heard the sirens cry from the riverbanks. My friend, she heard them too. She was more eager than me to dive into a divine death. I convinced her that drowning was the event that was already taking place. Convinced her that they weren't beckoning for her to join them. Convinced her to hear their lullabies offer as reconciliation. Stage four depression. I escaped from Los Angeles with the skeleton in my suitcase. It crawled out of its confinement, pulled down my blouse, sucked greedily on my areolas and cried unforgiven before it slept, made a scene about being wrapped in dirty sheets. It claimed I was harboring a desire to destroy Father Time. Stage five acceptance. At the grocery store, an elderly black woman, she was plum sweet. She looked deep in the barrel of my eyes and said, sadness is a towering fiend, said he makes claim in the hollowing of your stomach, feeds you breadcrumbs, and then testifies that you've been fed pie. She gave me her pen and paper, suggested I make a list of the very desire I was shopping for, suggested that the key to getting over oneself is to revel in the reality of being misunderstood. She told me, your tears ain't nothing new. She suggested I continue writing into an untapped possibility. Thank you all for having me. So fun, right? I can't wait for us to be real friends in real life. How we doing? We good? It's hot in San Francisco, child. I don't happen a lot. I'm grateful, right? Because we could be blowing away in the wind right now. So shout out to the weather and the sunshine for joining us on today. We got a uh, couple more poets, right? Actually, I think we have one more poet, and then maybe maybe I'll say a poem again. I guess if you guys are cool with that. If you're not sick of me yet. Um, cool, cool, cool. So a couple things I want us to make note of, class. First, in our first um, share from Darius Simpson, we heard about Kwame Ture. I want everyone to write that name down. It's Kwame Ture. Yep, get out your phone. K-W-A-M-E space for the last name. T-U-R-E. I want you to look him up on YouTube, on, I think, what is that other journal? On SoundCloud, Spotify. Your assignment is to listen to a speech of Kwame Ture, okay? Pull out something you agree, you disagree with, all right, and do some research, because that means you need to learn a little bit more, because he be spitting nothing but facts. All right, good talk, good talk. Um, are we ready for our next poet? I love how you guys are really, <laughs> they really put on their phones. Not but for real, though. We talk about revolutionary poetry, we talk about revolutionary people, we talk about revolutionary speech. Um, Kwame Cherry is somebody you should know. I'll drop some more names later, too. And I'm sure our next poet will, will drop some folks, too. All right, our next poet. Okay, we have to think of the imani version of this bio. So about, let's see, how old am I? Maybe like, sheesh, maybe like 12 years ago. I know, I don't look, I don't look that old. Um, about 12 years ago, I saw this person spit for the first time at what was called the Golden State Poetry Slam, which was in Oakland at a cafe, which is now called, it used to be the Grand Lake Ca Coffee House, now it's called Perch or something else gentrified. Um, and we used to do, or they, the people who ran it, used to do poetry slams, like twice a month or something like that. And I, would, I went to San Francisco State, go Gators. Any other Gators in the house? Yes, one other Gator. Shout out to us. Um, and I would, I would uh, get on the train to go out to this poetry slam because I was just trying to find all the poems everywhere, every poem, all of them. And uh, this person would spit pretty much every single time. Um, and I was just always amazed at everything about it. The rhythm, the word choice, of course, the writing. You know when you just see people and they're like super low key, but you're like, it's like, mm, you're kind of a beast, but you walk around like you're not kind of a beast. But I can tell because you're walking around like you're not a beast, you're probably a beast. It's the people who out here like, you know what, I do poems, right? Those are the people that probably need to practice a little bit more. But the people who are interested in listening, I am, this is free game right here. The people that are wanting to listen, the people that want to watch, the people that are reading, the people that are asking questions, those are the beasts, all right? Take them, take them notes down. It's a whole, whole master class right here about how to be a beast. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up so we can bring up our, what is it, 2020 San Francisco Poet Laureate? Oh my goodness! Give it up for Tongo Ice and Martin, y'all. 
societies wander together like hopeful drops of a virus. Citizen testaments bent on offing me, a nation of breadwinners to hold me back like it's a Brinks. I wrinkle the concrete sometimes like flesh. My Martin Luther King permanence turned away from a podium into the reeds like God is the dangerous twin. Black August to the mountaintop balcony on my bedroom floor. You know they, they steal you from the earth itself and suspend you and your broken neck from their foolish euphoria. From the loyalty oath of their great superstitions, loyalty oath of their agrarian reform, I return to my mother completely disrespected. <laughs> For peeling the heat off of purgatory, they kill poets like me. Walk me away from my poems never to be heard from again. In this final industrial complex of bloodlines picked over, picked through a sport and spiritual death of your devil at least half made police become a pretty word. I'm reading a lynch mob shoestrings like they were tea leaves teaching you how to write about cities. It's the 25th century in the mirror, people. Tyranny against your chump chains and your chump to be mocked even with a gun in your car. A cubit of needlework spelled tomb for the proletariat, the relapse ministry. Talented people curled up in a fetal position next to a diamond dime, just another service day in the theatrics of tea house fascism and a bouquet of surveillance cameras. In the poverty of God, new blue eyes, corpses of water, newly potted presidency, or one big shiny coin if you ask an animated capitalism and other non-literal voids, killing his white freedom, the deification of hyphens, medicine bread and picture shows, great protesters in LA, guests of our ink, drop kicking rose in the graveyard. DC mink like a stone torn in half, the pen advances despite CIA guideposts, despite non-African past and futures, a metaphorical but not surreal day in the horn-written life, horn player improvising king. Like a radio prize fight featuring Shango himself, a real hand sweeps the land of racism. May I return to the ground? May I make progress with the gun? My mother Emmanuel, they put on music that evening. A swinging type body language for you to drink with fermented $5 bills for your body language. Some applause, my past stomach lining. Neither a good thing nor a bad thing like being psychic on the way to a lethal injection. Here to sit you down with Lady Day. I mean, Lady Day leading youth who surrendered their souls to Africa too soon. Polity thought floating in the cup of water, she saved me. Access in my stomach, access in the love of the American lynched. Coat sleeves, wooden avalanche into the wrist. Our mother Emmanuel, avalanche into the sharp keys. Pain, the deal you make with pain. The piano, piano makes sense for them. Laying hands on the world gradually. Addressing the bend and necks on the streets of the north. Traveling, sailing in pain, repeating pain in the north. Ten trigger fingers on that piano if harmony would have me. Putting a hundred fights on every direction offered her. Lady Day leaning on trees again. Recruiting the countryside itself. Saying lay your plan out on this lightning. Make your poems the corner pocket of men. I've greeted the blues itself. America may clean my dead body but will never include me. There goes the poet. Killing without killing. Never mind this painting of your language. May I be a meaningful lynching. A crow's passing. Good and dead by the afternoon. You know, <laughs> all street life to a certain extent starts fear. Sometimes with a spiritual memory even. Pre-dying soul clap, your father dying even. And maybe I pushed the city too far. My sensitivities to landfill districting and minstrel whistles, white supremacists graffiti on westbound rail guards all over coming reauthored. I mean reauthored by revolutionary violence that chose its own protagonist or a muted stage of genius, the garbage is growing voices, condensed Marxism, for warrior depressives, underpasses in their pockets because they just might be deities, a decent bid on the panther name, a merciful Marxism, disquieted home life, a metaphor for relaxing next to a person who is relaxing next to a gun. I stare at my father for a few seconds, then return to my upbringing, return to the souls of Ohio, black folk revolution down there pegging at this point. You know what the clown wants, the respect of the ant, wants to interpret pain only, wants to pull a 38 out of a begging bowl, wants me to hurt my hand on this pen. I'm not tired of these rooms, just tired of the world to give them a relativity. My only change of clothes prosecuted, the government finally learned how to write poems. Shootouts that briefly align, that make up a parable, or parables like, um, white bodies are paid well. Do white men even have leaders? Are all white people white men? Or rat pitchers a river? can almost taste the racial divide, can almost roll a family member's head into a city hall legislative chamber, knows who in this good book will fly, all I do is practice, Lord. Decided not to talk out of anger ever again. I mean, met my wife at the same time I met new audience members for our pain. We pass each other cigarettes and watch cops win. A city gone uniquely linear, Harlem of the West, do a true universe. I will always remember you in fancy clothes, my wife says, so here I sit. Twisting in silk ideation, rifle made of postbellum tar, targets made of an honest language. The San Francisco poetry is how God knows it is me whining. <laughs> Riding among the lesser respected wolves. Lesser observed militarization. 
Dixie List Prison Bookkeeping, I mean the California Great Coast are coming. Lynch Mob Gossip and Bourgeois Debt Collection, I mean it's tempting to change professions mid-poem. And the Chicago briefing, the white sergeant saying, blank slate for all of us after this black organizer is dead. Standard academics toasting two-buck wine at the tank parade, bay of nothing, Lord. Just nuclear cobblestones, gun line athleticism, and the last of the inherited asthma. Children giving white dolls to play with and fear. Facial expressions borrowed from rich people's shoestrings. I can hear hate and teach hate and call tools by people names and name people dead to themselves. No one getting naturalized except fair ladies and so on. Carving the equator in the throat soon. I'm sorry to make you relive all this, Lord, all this. Pre-dime monarchy friends putting up politician posters and snorting the remainder of the pace. Mitchell script shoveling to the walls by their elders. My children sharpen their quarters on the city's edge. For these audiences, I project myself into a ghost-like state. For these gangsters, I do the same. Every now and then, take a nervous look east. Sleep becomes Christ. Sleep starts growing a racial identity. Do you ever spiral, Lord? Has the gang age betrayed us? Be patient with my poems, Lord. So much pain, it's a point to crime. I mean, it has to be if race traitors come with it. Lord, is that my revolver in your hand? You know better presidents than these of y'all in the cages have called us holy slaves, filled the school libraries with cop documentaries. Baby, I don't have money for food. Shit, I don't have a present moment at all. I go to the railroad tracks and follow them to the station of my enemies. A cobalt-toothed man pitches pennies at my mugshot negative all over the United States. There are toddlers in the rock. I mean, I see why everyone out here got in the big cosmic basket and why blood agreements mean a lot and why I get shot back at. I understand the psycho-spiritual refusal to write white history to take the glass freeway. White skin tattooed on my right forearm, ricochet sewage near where I collapsed into a rat-infested manhood. My new existence is living graffiti in the kitchen with a lot of gun cylinders to hack up. House of God in part, no cops in part. My body brings down to Christmas. The new bullets pray over blankets made from the old bullets. Pray over the 28th hour's next beauty mark. Extrajudicial Confederate statue restoration. The waistband before the next protest post. Hey, by the way, time is not an illusion, your honor. I will save your desk for last. You are witty, your honor. You're moving money again, your honor. It is only raining one thing. Non-white cops. And prison guard shadows reminding me of spoiled milk floating on an oil spill. The neighborhood making a lot of fuss over his demise. A new lake for a Black Panther party. Malcolm X's ballroom jacket slung over my son's shoulder. The figment of village. A new news to a new white preacher. All in an abstract painting of a president. Bought slavery some time, didn't it? The tangent screeches of military boats and election Tuesday cars. A cold-blooded study in leg irons. Proof that some white people have actually fondled nooses. Their sundown couples made their vows of love over opaque piece plastic and bolt action audiences. The Medgar Evers second is definitely my favorite law of science. Fondle news clippings at primitive Methodists, my arm changes imperialisms. Simple policing versus structural frenzies. Elementary school script versus even wider white spectrums. Artless bleeding in the challenge of watching civilians think of terrible rituals they have around the corner. They let their elders beg for public mercy. I'm gonna go ahead and sharpen these kids' heads in the arrows myself and see how much gravy spills out of family crest. Modern fans of war, what, 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 what? With their t-shirt poems and t-shirt guilt and me having on the cheapest pair of shoes on the bus, I have no choice but to read the city walls for signs of my life. for Tongo, Issa Martin. He just walks off stage, like, he's like, okay, I'm done. Like, I love him. I love all of the people who are on stage today. I want to say thank you to all. Give it up for yourselves. That's the last time I'm gonna ask you to clap, but give it up for yourselves for being here, for joining us. We appreciate you. With no audience, there is no poetry show. It's just a bunch of sad people talking to each other. Uh, so we appreciate, though you may be sad too, but you know, we appreciate you for being here, for showing up, for participating. Please, if you feel um, inspired, share uh, your thoughts and feelings about folks' poems. Ask them for consent first if you could talk to them, because maybe they don't want to talk to you, and that's totally fine too, and valid and necessary and real. Um, and so make sure you ask if you could talk to them, and if they're cool with it, have conversations, learn things. Um, there's so much learning that happened in this last hour so much, so many poems, so many beautiful words, uh, but also we're talking about something, right? We're talking about revolution, we're talking about transformation, right? We're talking about, uh, again, the masses rising up to abolish power because it's all bad right now, and it has been, and it will be until each and every one of you, you, I'm talking about the person in your seat, okay, decides that they are going to actively participate Okay, actively, meaning not just writing poems or coming to hear poems, but what are you doing on a daily basis to contribute, right, to changing the mater material conditions of all oppressed people? Think about that. That's what I want y'all to leave today with, thinking about how, what am I doing, and if I ain't doing shit, that's fine. That's an indicator, and now what can I be doing, right? 
Y'all real quiet. I don't know what happened. We were doing good. Material conditions are, great question. This is a great class. Material conditions are <laughs> the conditions that we can feel, touch, see, right? So people hungry, okay? People intense. All right, the people that were on the streets of downtown San Francisco before the police came and swept them up and sent them somewhere, right? But y'all don't even wonder where they at. They just mad that they, they're glad that they're not on the street no more, right? Housing, food, uh, uh, clothing, all of those things are material conditions, right? So you might say, yeah, like I, you know, have a master's in ethnic studies from, I don't give a fuck about that. Somebody is hungry and you cannot feed them your dissertation. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we was, I thought we was at church today, but we not. We just had a poetry reading. All right, I'm gonna share a poem really quick. I'm over time, so they're gonna yell at me, but it's okay. Um, I, I think it's worth it. I'm gonna share a poem. It's called "No Dap During a Pandemic." For those of you who may not be familiar with, um, what are we calling it now? African American Vernacular English. Uh, a dap is a greeting often used by um, <laughs> men of the Negro persuasion um, that consists of two fists. I wasn't planning on going this far with it. Y'all know what a dap is. If you don't, look it up on like Urban Dictionary or something ridiculous like that. Um, we cannot dap during a pandemic because it's a, <clears throat> it's a pandemic. Okay, uh, it's called No Dap During a Pandemic. Here we go. No fist bumps, no palm slap fade to finger grip while your other hand wraps around your partner from around the way. No partners from around the way. No chilling, no cooling. Booling, no bicking back, no being boo, no pulling up, rolling up, no passing blunts or balls or shooting baskets, no Sunday fish fry at Big Mama's, no Sunday fish fry, no Big Mama, no church, no home going, no repass, no God has no mercy on no black folk with insufficient funds, no pots, nowhere to piss, no good reason to spend no money on no Negroes with no health care. Ain't no way no virus not gonna stop through the hood first. No big deal, no need to panic, no time to panic, no time off work, no work, no government assistance, no reason no unemployment should pay you more than no damn job, no one to call for help, ain't no good gonna come from nobody with no badge, no way, no cops means no cops no matter whose auntie she look like, ain't no limit to what they won't lie, wouldn't be no reason for all this here death if ain't they ain't want no one to die. I said ain't no virus, not gonna stop through the hood first and they say ain't no reason not to take no test except ain't no tests around here and no such thing as no free test over there no shoes no test no shirt no test no mask no test no ID no test no address no test no way to know what you got till it got you thank y'all so much I appreciate you please stay for the rest of the lit quake events today and the rest of the month